With just a little more than a week to go until COVID-19 vaccine certificates are required for several indoor settings right across the province, the provincial government, as you just heard right here on Global News Radio, releasing details on the program. As of September 22nd, if you're looking to go to a bar, a nightclub, restaurant, a gym, among other places, you will need to show proof of being fully vaccinated for at least 14 days. And then beginning, as we just heard, on October 22nd, we are moving, transferring to a more digital application, a QR code based a mobile application that will be rolled out right across the province. And for some insights, some more details on this, let's welcome in our tech expert, Adam Oldfield, joins us now here on Global News Radio. Adam, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here as always, pal. Okay, first of all, you've been listening in and uh, taking in the details as we all have. Uh, what's your overall impression of what we just heard when it comes to this digital uh, vaccine certificate coming uh, next month? Well, I had to chuckle, honestly, uh, Jeff. I mean, uh, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. I just want to make two points, as you brought up. On September 22nd, two things are going to happen. The first is that everyone in Ontario is going to wish me a happy birthday. And the second thing is the Ontario vaccine passport goes into play. But the way they're describing it is both paper version and QR code in this new app that is being developed in-house. Um, I think there's a little misunderstanding of how a QR code works. And I think there needs to be some clarity of this. First of all, QR code stands for quick read. It, it looks like a little barcode. Uh, it's been around since uh, the early 2000s. And all a QR code is, is it links you to a website, which, of course, will be linked to the Minister of Health. Uh, and the app itself will be able to uh, identify the information from your vaccine when it's scanned. So it, it's going to be open source, as uh, as we heard, and that open source means that or businesses will be able to get an API. It's an interface that will allow businesses to customize possibly uh, a software integration, meaning uh, say if it was a gym or a theater or otherwise, they'll be able to adapt and build a system into their already uh, maybe a ticket scanner. So if you're going to a theater, uh, they may have the ability to scan that directly or build it directly into their system. But uh, for all of us to understand, QR codes are literally a link. So what I didn't hear, and what I was I was waiting for, or maybe they don't have the answer yet, Jeff, is if it's a QR code and I can scan it and it will take me to a website, that doesn't bring any security benefits to it. So uh, what I'm going to, and, and I didn't hear this, you don't want to share this QR code on the internet. No one wants to get this QR code when you've been assigned your vaccine uh, certificate or your QR code. Don't put it on social media, folks, because <laughs> it's going to be able to be scanned and anyone's going to be able to read it. There's no really security elements to this system they're going to be integrating. Okay, and that, of course, is the big question moving forward with this, Adam, because everybody is concerned, and rightfully so, about their personal health information and any other uh, personal information that might be on your smartphone, because, of course, our smartphones are more than just phones. A lot of people do their banking on a smartphone now, on their digital uh, devices, and whether or not we can be hacked through this QR code, and just how secure our personal health information is. And I am bearing in mind, I'm asking you this on the very day that Apple has asked all their users to please uh, download a uh, fix for a security flaw in the iPhone. 
Well, yeah. And, and just, yeah, to go back to the point of the element of the QR code, there's nothing really fearful of it getting information or possibly, uh, you know, being, I would say, detrimental to cause harm to your devices or uh, the information they're going to be getting is probably your date of birth, your, your vaccination of date, your type of vaccination. It's just giving a very, very uh, validated com- confirmation that you were vaccinated. There's nothing really private other than that, which is kind of private, to be honest with you, but it's going to only read that detail so it's not a security issue so much now in regards to apple coming out with their security flaw and again a one billion user uh, uh group that is out in the world right now if you've got an apple ipad an iphone this is critical P- please do not look at this and go yeah 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 apple thanks for the update you always tell me to do this no you want to update this one this security flaw is uh, it's got a zero-click element to it, which means that, um, again, most of the 1 billion users probably aren't going to be uh, uh, infiltrated, if you will. But it is very simple uh, for a, a hacker to be able to uh, take over an Apple device. Very, very okay. easy Okay, which so. is obviously really, really scary for a lot of uh, Apple users. So just got about a minute here, Adam. But has Apple uh, sent out a, a link to all devices? You just need to click on it and download it? Or what do people need to do if they're iPhone users to protect themselves and their information under their system preferences on their ipad and their iphone it will give the uh forced request to update your os so uh if it asks you would you like to do an update very similar to like an operating system update if you get that notice you just have to make sure you plug it in and do the update uh it should be fairly quick and painless there shouldn't be any challenges in regards to uh its actual operating function uh but it's definitely one of those you do not want to skip on this one jeff All right, our tech expert, Adam Oldfield, for us. Adam, thanks as always. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.